0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to nine radio office visits. I am joined by a professional coach, mentor, and author, and my friend, uh, Linda Morgie. She has a book coming out or is out depending on when you're listening to this. And it's called uh three days on two off. So three on two off. Um, and we'll talk about the book, talk about the reason for the the book like the why behind the book um tactics are not helpful without like a why behind it and uh we're just gonna chat and talk about productivity and and all that good stuff but linda welcome to nine four radio
1: hi sarah so glad that we can make this work awesome
0: i uh, i'm super stoked to have somebody uh, to talk to about looking like the way we look at things um Oftentimes, we get into a, this is the way we've always done it. And it could be anything, right? Nutrition, fitness, movement, jobs, whatever, the way that we look at time. And I'm super stoked to have a conversation, challenging those beliefs a little bit. So, um, oh, go ahead.
1: Definitely be doing a bit of challenging today. It's, it's gonna sound loopsided at first, but I promise everyone, if you're willing to give it a go, as I did, um, you come up with the upside on the other end.
0: So, talk to me about, and I guess give a, give our listeners um, just some background, some context to like what we're gonna be talking about. Um, so, stemming from your book.
1: So let me start with kind the short bio because it makes sense why this was a a passion project. Um, I practically enrolled in the most notorious uh, fail rate university, just because that was my type of person, go hard or go home, um, let me prove myself to the world. Um, So it wasn't that I chose the subject or the, the courses as much as, oh, they have the highest fail rate, i'll just go and prove myself there um finished with a business degree and then literally jumped head first like no break here let's do this i want to get to work uh and was super motivated to climb that career ladder right get the big checks now that you're not a student anymore um and it didn't take long for me to hit the wall in terms of feeling lethargic not motivated to go to work and at first I thought maybe it's the work itself maybe I'm not passionate about selling for multinational big corporations so I found that the side gig uh, a training facility where I then coach people and that next to having the full-time job and that fulfilled me for a while but That was even less sustainable with the 50, 60, 70 hours I did at the corporate job, put an entrepreneurship on top, put a startup on top. So I kind of felt a bit happier, but I was doing insane numbers of work hours. And I was always someone who thought, let me do it efficiently. Let's not do anything fluff things let's make a point of doing the right things and not the wrong things but it's kind of like I hit the same wall as come Wednesday Thursday time and time again and that just fast forward even if I quit my corporate job later I just had to acknowledge myself that I had burned myself out and I was a bit thankful for the whole mess in 2020, because that, like that wrench that that threw in all of our wheels literally was the stop I needed to sit down and and think about, do I want to be here? Is that sustainable? Is carrying all that load Maybe not good for me anymore even though I like part of the job it's my business and that was the point where I just like sat down like okay something something has to
0: change so how old um how old were you when you first felt the uh I I almost call it like coming out of the matrix were you like you realized that you realize that you you are on an unsustainable course. Like you, the first time you realize you didn't feel good.
1: Uh, well, uh, around the thirties was where like, oh, is that really fulfilling me at the job? So that's when I kind of threw in the the entrepreneurship, the passion, uh, side project. Um, and I kind of felt like you go through all those boxes, where at least I did. Then the house, buy the house it was like around 33 i'm like oh yeah take that box it lasted a couple of months and then you're like same rot all over again and then i would say like the the 10th or something stopping point corona at that point i was like 37 so probably the over seven years i did that
0: because I, I and i asked because um I have found it just even in my own, uh, so as a, as a full-time soldier, um, I, every time I felt like I realized I didn't feel good with what I was doing, like I just felt burnt out or uh, like, I just like, I just didn't like feel fulfilled. I would distract myself with something. So I, I would go back to school and I got to a point where I, there were no more schools for me to go to, right. There are no more deployments for me to go on to, uh, no more schools for me to go to. And then I, and then it was at that point that I like, I had to, I couldn't, I couldn't like outrun how I was feeling. I had to do something about it. Um, and that's where I left my full-time job, um, with the North Dakota army national guard and, um, and, and then jumped into a, a brand new career path, you know? And so it sounds like something very similar. Like you knew something was wrong and you just found ways to put, like put band-aids on it. So it sounds like it's something that, uh, well, a, uh, a pool of two. Uh, we're at a hundred percent. And I imagine like most people listening to this are somewhere along those lines. You said like the 10th, you know, like the 10th stopping point was like the coronavirus where everything shut down. And, and, um, so if you told your 33 year old self, all the things that, that, you know, now, like, would that be too big of a jump? Like, where did you, like, how, how would it start? Do you think?
1: I, I think, or I'm a big believer in, you need to go and make some experiences. It's like, You can tell the kid that the stove is hot, but at some point, I don't know, doesn't any kid like at some point at least put a finger on, even if it's cautiously? And then you know, and then, okay, good. I get it now. I do. (laughs) Um, So I do think I had to go through this. Um, I had to make that experience that... Maybe it is not your passion, the job, but maybe you're just chasing after something um, that that is not sustainable. Maybe that career jump you do is the solution. And maybe it's just for a short while and you're still covering something up. So probably at any point, if I talk to myself, I would say, no, no, that was the change I was looking for really was but i just kind of had to run it to the end of the cul-de-sac and come oh there's another wall here <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> all right <laughs> um it, talk i guess you so we're we're both entrepreneurs right we're we both have uh, we generally set our own schedules so um i don't know if I don't know if it would be the most beneficial to, to talk to us, right? Because most of the people that listen to this are seekers, right? They're pathfinders kind of they're, they're, they got corporate jobs, you know, most people aren't entrepreneurs, right? Like most people, even the, like the clients that I see uh, and most of my audience, like they've got a nine to five. Or, or some semblance to that, whether you know whether if that's corporate or they're working for somebody right um is this idea of challenging the way that like we look at time is that a is that applicable like I read through the book like I read through it and, and I know you talk about it a little bit, but like how how is it applicable I guess
1: I think very much so so um. Grand scheme of things, we're still on a seven-day week, right? And most of the people that have a full-time job work five of those. Um, that thing is a hundred years old, and that's actually when it was cut down to forty hours, uh, which is kind of the norm. And but it's not really what's being done, and we'll get to that later. Um, but initially, that. From the time, like the assembly lines, Henry Ford did some experiments. You see, he wanted to improve. Like, what's the most efficient way? Where's the most work getting done? And he actually found out um, my workers are more efficient and less prone to faults in the assembly line and in their work at forty hours opposed to they used to work hundreds. Um, what I feel is happening nowadays. You might have a five-day job, five-day-a-week job. You might even have 40 or 42 hours somewhere in the contract. I don't know if even half of the people goes home after 40 hours or stops working because most people feel like I didn't get the work done, whatever the reasons behind that. Uh, It could be their mismanagement, could be Corporate issue. um, But then the wheel starts turning. I wasn't good enough. So I need to add those hours uh, without changing something in the way you do the work. So it's kind of like you're on a hike, you have this slow speed, you pack too much gear, whatever. um, And so you don't get to the hot by two o'clock. But it's like, You just keep walking and you're not there by four o'clock. So you keep walking. You're not there by six o'clock. It's getting dark, but you don't take the time to stop and think, do I need to improve something? Am I heading the right direction? Should I lose some weight? Right. We just keep working and working and hoping to get to that finish line or carrot. We dangle. Um, Most of us never do but most of us can't ever get there because it's like literally it's a virtual finish line and it keeps moving because you're never going to be done. There's always something new coming in. So I think the first thing is come, come to terms with you're not going to get everything done, not for your job, not at home. It's like literally you always have to decide what not gets done and what's really important to work on. And even if you're in a corporate setting, most of that job falls to you because your boss is not going to come and say, oh, Sarah, you're still working. It's past five on Friday. What should we take off your plate so that you could go home at three o'clock? That's just, it's not going to happen.
0: No, I, I fully agree. I like thinking about when you're talking, it's... Um... I guess I, I feel like a couple of different things without clarity. We never know. Right. Without like, what, what, what is a job well done? Right. Like, Oh, I just, I just want to put it in an honest day's work. Right. We hear that all the time, especially like in the upper Midwest in America, we are so proud of our work ethic. We are like known for our work ethic. Um, and it. It's true. And it also makes us probably like the worst supervisors to ourselves in the whole entire world. Because if if the definition of success is maintaining a, a hard work ethic, well, is that in productivity or is that in hours? Yeah. Right? So like what if you know, what if we didn't run at a hundred percent of our capable operational speed, right? Um, what if we ran like cause that's not even I, like, that's not even realistic. And, and I, it's a conversation like I have with, um, I have with, ooh, with people, uh, supervisors and whatnot, just for my project management experience, our planning factors, like, look, a sustainable rate, just like in fitness, right? You can sustain 80%, 70 to 80%. You can do that your whole life. Right. Problem is, is when we like, ideal best case scenario, right, is when we're operating at 100%. Well, yeah, you can sprint to 100%, but you can sprint to 100% for a very, very, very short time. And that's only under like emergency situations, like you can catch up. So like you're saying, if you were like, if we were mostly at 80% trying to get to the hut at 2pm on this hike, and we like were five minutes behind and we just needed to catch up those five minutes. We could probably do that once. Um, problem is, is that we give ourselves a timeline that like, oh, well, if I can hike, I don't, whatever, four miles an hour, then I'm just gonna plan for that. And I'm not going to reassess at all how realistic it is. Cause like you said, um, experience is the world's best teacher. So you get out on that hike and you're like, oh, we're actually moving at two miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so two big levers I found with the three on two off is um, if you work a shorter week um, in terms of looking and pre-planning your week, you will probably be a lot more on target of being able to properly assess what you can get done, what is already on your schedule, what might happen. um, So it's a lot easier to plan something that's doable and like hit your 70, 80% um, and then actually complete it. That's always important too, right? If you have four or five weeks of you're just running after everything, you're always not finishing what you want to, like not that ideal finish, line. that's draining. And the second one is like, Resting before you need to. Like not getting, and then in my experience now, I don't go longer than three workdays. And I don't suggest anyone go longer than three workdays, many even two. So they would take Wednesday off in that example and just stick to a regular week, Monday, Tuesday. uh, That's mini week. Take Wednesday off, Thursday, Friday um and kind of think of it now it's not that long hike to the hot it's like that short sprint to get to the boss on time um and you're able to sustain higher rates of focus and like getting after stuff and it's a lot more of a heightened sense of i've only got two days what's really important um I found that works as a productivity measure without you having to adopt certain habits or get up early. Um, just because you know, time is precious. My mini week is only two days. And every time you sit down to work, you think of, I only have two days. What's important enough for me to get dumb? And then you get after it. And you know that after this short sprint, there's a rest waiting.
0: Um, how would you, like, what's the first um, the first way that you introduce this idea to, to like, your clients? Or, because I imagine, like, um, we're both in the fitness industry, um, and it's not like, you know, fitness just isn't just fitness, right? Fitness is life, right? And, and everything is kind of life. So we, we have life talks with people, right. And primarily like my life talks with people is how do I find time to fit in? I haven't been working out now. I got to somehow carve out 90 minutes a week to do this. Right. So, so it is take like part of like, I guess our roles as fitness professionals is, is, is talking about just bringing attention to, um, how, like bringing awareness to how we're spending our time. And what if what have you found uh suit, like the most common and helpful ways to get people at least looking for ways to uh time block like to to implement pieces and parts of uh three on two off into their like their daily routine? Cause most people are um obviously employees. Most people um they're they don't know what they don't know. Like they don't know they're yeah. not, you know, they don't, they don't know that they're, they're not, they know they're tired. They don't know that they're not being productive or they know yeah. that they're not being productive and they think it's because, uh, because they're not working hard enough.
1: Yeah. That's the thing. Um, I think I usually start with numbers, right? This is not like something uh, I pull down of my sleeve. There is the the four-day work week that's uh, already being implemented and a lot of companies around the world. And the biggest one was in New Zealand, an insurance company, who just said like literally to their employees, we're not going to take Monday through Friday to get the work done. We're going to end the work on Thursday. You're still expected to get the same amount done. And like panic ensued. They're like, how are we going to get that? That's impossible, right? That's what everyone thinks. I'm not getting done by Friday. How should I be possibly done by Thursday? Um, But the experiment showed they were successful. They got the same amount of work done in four days. Then it used to take them five. Just by focusing on that, the goal is to get done by Thursday. So they cut out... A extra length of meeting, you know those last ten minutes when it's already blocked on your schedule, but the meeting's done and you just chit chat about something else, um, and that's where it started. And um, I, I haven't met anyone that I ask like, if you get the same amount done, would you rather have a day off more per week or not? No one said no. I'd rather go to work just for the sake of it it's it's like in the end what gets done is the most important factor not the hours
0: do you uh do you often have conversations about what is a priority you know like so so like you said sitting down looking at numbers um sitting down with clients or people that like you're mentoring um and like okay like what are your core values what's important to you what um it's it's um, what's important to you and then what are we actually doing right now, right? So like, what's your ideal? And like, how are you actually showing that? Is that something that you found valuable?
1: That is always a very good baseline, right? If you know that. Um, I do also think like it gets a bit less complicated just because you have that external factor of it being a short week. Uh, you're motivated to get done uh, in the shorter time. And, and so it's kind of like, okay, it's, it's like before you go on a holiday, you do not have the option to stay longer uh, because you're on a holiday. So you make it fit and it kind of naturally happens. And that's when people naturally are easier um, in making these decisions. And I think sometimes the big thing that you need to teach them is two letters it's n and o
0: (laughs) it's just (laughs) saying no yeah yeah boundaries are uh boundaries are very useful and they're very like you got to keep reinforcing them and you got to like once again uh being from the upper midwest it's tough having those um it's tough I found for myself, it was very, um, it was very difficult not to feel selfish by protecting those boundaries. Right. So I, um, just historically I missed birthdays. I missed anniversaries. I missed, um, just like get just like normal, regular get togethers, like being a person in the world, you know? And I did it for this, um, I get like for the valor, I guess, of, of being hardworking, right? Like, Oh, this is, I'm a soldier. This is what I do. This is what we do. Right. We just work hard. We, and what I found is that, um, it was like, if you asked me, and if you asked me at that same time, like I, I do this for my family. I do this for, um, like, I want to have the kind of lifestyle that, you know, I can enjoy, I can enjoy the relationships and I can have the things I want. And what happened is I was working so much that I could, like, I couldn't enjoy the things that I wanted to. And so is there, like, is it as easy as like, um, is it as easy as like having them actually write down like this is what is important or like these are the important tasks that i have to get done throughout the week um or is there a or is there like a culture shift or a mindset shift of uh hustle culture Uh, like do people have to realize that they don't feel good yet right
1: maybe that's part of the thing right that whole hustle culture that's kind of been fed over years like you can build something successful on 40 hour weeks um but you can um and the thing that you just mentioned like you want to build success so that you can have time with the family or friends but as you're building to success you don't have time for family and friends um and again you're creating a moving finish line right and maybe it's the, the death of, of someone close that like, brings you up from all this um, hustling and say like, am I missing out while I'm trying to get there? So this is where it strikes a good balance that just making sure that you're efficient and yes, you're going to have to focus on what are the most important things every day sometimes multiple times a day, right? If something urgent comes along, you literally have to weigh it against what you had planned and make the decision. Um, And I always encourage people to just think, in if that was everything you get done today, if you had to leave by lunch, let's say you get, get three things done today, not more, which ones would you choose? And then you have to get after those first. You can't, oh, let me check my emails. You you really have to focus. But you being aware that you have a shorter week and you have that time to look forward to, the time with friends, uh, be it on the weekend or evenings, social time usually happens in evenings and long working hours prevents you from that, right?
0: Um, Do you think that... uh Cause it's, it's easy to have self-discipline if you have like, if you have, if you have like this strong, why, and it sounds like you and I both like hit rock bottom, right? Hit burnout. Um, do you think everyone has to kind of hit like has to hit rock bottom before they, before they really like put their arms around the idea of reclaiming their like freedom of time? Or 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 can it be not saved, but like is it something yeah. that people can can see the light before they hit rock bottom?
1: I think rock bottom helps in this uh, this case, right the, it sounds weird to me saying that, but it kind of helps like that wrench, the corona, and stop, hard stop that just breaks things long enough for you to think but uh, they could be the other way too where uh, you just literally say all right I'm going to give this a shot because what often happens with most of people that do this and hustle are strong willed people strong bodied you could say um, and you can literally drag yourself through a living hell sorry the clear Uh, wording um, and tell yourself that you're fine and I believe it to some degree but it's only after you kind of rested got time to recover that you find that oh it's actually a lot better to see my friends every now and then or to get a good night's sleep Um, our bodies, experts and making us survive the most gruesome and horrible situations and years we put it through and you don't even realize that you're dragging your feet to a big extent until you stop long enough to figure out this actually feels so much better and then in turn what do you think is going to happen with your productivity if you wake up and you're suddenly not blurry eyed at two in the afternoon, but still able to focus and concentrate and, and get stuff done and not kind of half asleep at your desk.
0: Is that so like that's the afternoon crash um, that I would say that's probably a common um, that's a common sign, like that's a common sign that there's something um there's something amiss, right? There's something that isn't optimal, even though it's common. It does. It's not normal, right? It's yeah. not optimal. What other ways did you find that, like, um, burnout or misalignment? Like, how did that manifest, like, in symptoms in your daily life?
1: Um, very obvious was like if I looked at a Monday working compared to a Friday, it was literally like a. a a university graduate and the pre-K, right? It's like literally the stuff that I got done or I got myself to get done uh, was on a whole different level. And sometimes that was Friday, that's particularly bad, sometimes Thursday. Um, But I wasn't the only one. I found out that in studies, it's actually, it's at least a 20% drop. Your Friday is an 80% of Monday and that's just average. Um, so that was a big one. Um, you meant we mentioned the afternoon slump. Um, I think the easiest way to describe it, like bigger things go into it, like sleep, nutrition, etc. Um, I wasn't bad on fitness, but if you wear glasses, um, you can go through a couple of days of. of of not realizing you have smudges all over and you just kind of think it's normal and it's not like you're rubbing your eyes and and being conscious of I'm not seeing that well anymore uh, until you actually clean the glasses and you're like oh I didn't realize how dirty that was (laughs) so I kind of assume like the the and and needing caffeine and Just general level I was performing at was normal. And I even thought that was good. I was still kind of above average. If I look at everyone else, it's still above average. Um, Little did I know that I had a much better average myself if I just let my um, rest have its place, uh, go for short, highly focused weeks. Um, sleep enough, see friends, um, and balance that out.
0: And that's, that's super similar to like, to my experience. I found that like, I was so much more disciplined on Monday morning, you know, like the Monday morning, I'm going to get my life together. I'm going to meal prep. I'm going to get my workouts in. Um, I could even, I could look at like my daily planners, And I would like Monday, Tuesday were generally solid workout days. And then I never, I never had a Friday workout. Um, and I rarely had Thursday workouts. Like it was, it was, I had, it was a solid two day a week and it was Monday, Tuesday. And like my self-discipline, just like the things that were important to me. I just, I didn't even have like the energy to, to fight for what was important to me. And, uh, yeah. also like relationships, my patience level is being in the military. I had like a long leash for being kind of a jerk sometimes. And, and I used it to its full effect. Monday, somebody catches me on Monday. I'm like working in logistics too. I'm like, I'm here to solve everybody's problems and be their friend and hook them up. If I can by Friday, don't come with me. Don't come with, don't come to me with needs. I don't, I got no time for you. Right. And when I look back, I was such a better human being on Monday than I was on Friday. On Friday, it was just like pulling myself to the end of the work week. And that's if I didn't have to work week, you know, work that weekend. Uh, we we worked more, like I worked a fair majority of weekends depending on our, where our mission set was. And, um, I I think like highlighting those physical manifestations can kind of like plant the seed in some of our listeners and like, Oh wait, that's me. That's me yeah. too uh oh um yeah
1: it's it's hard to have a honest look at that and, and see that my Friday self is is nowhere near my
0: Monday self. Do you have like a journaling practice or do you have like a way to capture like is that a technique that um to get people to even like gain awareness of where they're at in life uh that would be helpful. I personally
1: don't, but I I think that just awareness always comes first, right? Um, so can you make yourself aware by journaling it? Um, do you look back then? I mean, if you just write things down and never look back or you're not the person that likes to look for clues in things, um, it might still take you a while. Um, it's, It's not an easy do this, um, get that. Um, Sometimes you just have to maybe try something and see if it works for you, right? Give it four weeks. um, Make sure that you finish by five. um, Get to the softball practice that you usually miss. uh, Go out with friends on a Tuesday night um, and just see like, how that changes. Uh, We know from countries in in Europe, the Scandinavians that have really short work weeks, uh, they always perform in top 10, top 15 of the happiness world ranking. Um, They have a high productivity level in the country, but they work very little and they're very happy. So maybe we just have to give ourselves the benefit of the doubt and, and take that time uh and not feel selfish i think that's the biggest biggest thing it's, it's not about selfish. um in the end you'll perform better if you're at a corporate job uh, your corporate job is gonna be better when you're more productive
0: uh one thing that um one thing that i've I've learned through like my professional development, just as, as a, as a coach, right. As an active life professional now, um, understanding that me not taking care of myself is actually worse for my clients than, than me like slogging through and showing up half as good as I could be had I taken care of myself and understanding like as an employee, it's the same way. Like it's, you're right like you're taking from the company if you're not taking care of yourself because you're showing up as percentages, as fractions of the employee that you could be if you took care of yourself, right like so it's um, it's like flipping it on its head like it really it is incredibly beneficial for the company if I take Wednesday off or you know if I take a day off. So that on Thursday, Friday, I can show up at a hundred percent. Same thing with, uh, with like an employee. If, if you're coming in slogging through uh, and barely crawling, you know, crawling through Friday, like, and you're at 80% or lower, which I would, I would say most people are probably a little bit lower. um, You're, Like that's, that's still taking, right? You're, you're there, you're, you're there in presence, you're there in time, but like your per, per hour productivity, like if you just take a little bit of time for yourself, pursue the things that you want to do, pursue those connections, make sure you hit the softball practices and, and make sure you're, you're, you're hitting what's really important to you. That is not time away from the company. The time away from the company is when you're showing up at 50% of what you could be.
1: Yeah. And and that's what uh, you need to see. Um, The employer will also get to the point where they see it because the numbers are there. Long work hours are detrimental to health um, just as much as to how you show up. So you might be able to do this for a while, but then you get an ulcer or um, you catch flus more often. Um, or worse comes to worse, the burnouts, right? Some people never recover fully from burnouts. They never go back to a regular working environment. And the sad thing about these is if you're half a foot in, it's already almost too late because we have the studies. If you are feeling like, I can't get up, do exercise. I can't cook a healthy meal. I can't take that time with friends on the weekend because I'm just drained. You're at a point where you would need it most to reverse what's happening in this burnout process. But the studies show you literally can't get the energy together to pull yourself out of the hole you've created to get back out so it's it's kind of like a quicksand situation here it's like
0: it it actually it is it's it is exactly like quicksand because when we like I know for myself when I was in it I fought like hell to get out of it right and fighting like doing more when you're burnt out that just gets you deeper 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 into that quicksand so yeah. um going back to like going back to the book, what it, it, it does a really good job. Like you do a really good job of laying out, this is how we got here. <laughs> this is like, this is how we got here. These are the studies, these are the techniques, so, like a whole toolbox full of, of tips and techniques to start implementing, uh, to, to try out, right? To try on, hey, like you said, um, try this for, for four weeks. Like make it a point to leave by 5 p.m. Make it a point to start your workday at at 8, right? Like make it a point to set your um, set your top three priorities, right? Um, would you implement those all in one go, or would you, would you like would you suggest people pick and choose one thing to implement, see how it works, like try on that outfit, try on a different outfit? how would you how would you suggest people um you gave out a bunch of different options to even read the book how would you suggest um if somebody is open they're not super burnt out yet but they're open to like learning all they can so that they can show up better in their lives how would you suggest they um they start implementing some things
1: um you can start with as little as one measure it could be as little as looking at the meetings you have do all of those need to be weekly? Can I group them together? So at least I'm not losing half an hour in between. Um, But whatever measure you choose, I think you need to make sure that underlying, you create some kind of scarcity in your time and shortening your work week, taking a day more off Is the best one because it's the best bang for your buck. You get free time too. Amazing. Um, But if you just agree with yourself and hold yourself accountable to finishing at 5 p.m., that's the same situation, right? You want to create that scarcity. I think that's the biggest lever to make whatever option you choose more successful because... If you know it's a non-negotiable 5 p.m. closing time, then you do everything to get the work done by 5 and leave the office. And then you will naturally think of, is this meeting important? Or could we do it in an email format? Um, Should I really go and browse the internet now? Or would I rather finish the project, right? Right. It's kind of like, kind of gives you the end restraint first, and the measures follow. And if you're not as efficient on Friday, uh, you know now that that's a natural. And then you maybe think, oh, I should take more days off or have a shorter work week, but create the scarcity with an ending point, a shorter week, a a day off, and then pick whatever. I mentioned meetings. Meetings is a big one. Yeah. Meeting is a big, big, big time eater nowadays.
0: I love, I, I love the idea of look, create scarcity in your time, because that, like that, that's enough framework like for me to wrap my head around. Like you said, you can create scarcity in I'm gonna take Friday off, or I'm gonna take Wednesday off, or whatever. Or you can create scarcity with these are my working hours. That's it. That's all like I'm leaving by five, I'm starting at eight. That's it. I'm not, you know, like I am creating this scarcity. I'm taking lunch breaks, whatever. Um, Because like then, like you said, it's, it's, I think it's Parkinson's law, right? Uh, The amount of time you have, you're going to take that up, right? The amount of work you have is going to fill up the amount of time you have, regardless if you have three days or if you have three minutes. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna get the best out of out of what you got. So I I think that's super, super um, helpful and a, and a really like a solid starting point. Yeah. How long did it take you to get like how many iterations, how many times did you have to fail? Because I imagine <laughs>
1: that's a good one.
0: you know, because um, that's the thing, is like we're just superheroes, right? We both decided that we're yeah, gonna get our yeah. lives together, snap our fingers, and we're back yeah. on it, right? Like how many times did you work late right you backslid a little bit like is that something that was that's just a normal part of like implementing something new
1: um i think it's natural um the biggest thing i uh, had in the beginning was that i literally needed some time to recover from the amount of quicksand i was in so um if i work three days now in a row and take two days off that was almost two days work, three days off, Uh, maybe spread over the days a little bit, but I literally needed that time. Um, I made it up in in being outdoor and walking a lot um, because I I wasn't as efficient because I, I just had burned all the systems out. And I saw that every other week Whereas I started good and then the day got away from me, right? I did not do the tasks that I had defined as the most important. Um, but I caught myself the slack. I'm like, like, okay, it's, it's not like um, you're a bad person. Um, you failed the day. It's like, it might just be the sign of you needed more of a break and then as I slowly recovered. Now I still have those days um, full disclosure. It's still like, sometimes it's just like, Oh, did not get to that heightened efficiency level. Um, but sometimes I look back and see, yeah, I had late nights where I shouldn't have had. So maybe that just took away from me having the day I had today. Um, get back on track and, uh, and it usually works quite well again.
0: And that's, I think that's super important, but being a masterpiece and a work in progress at the same time, <laughs> yeah. you know, like it, it's, I, it's, you know, same thing with nutrition, fitness, um, just lifestyle in general, time management, it's, we're looking for the trend. We're not looking like day by day, it's going to change. Just like your weight, your weight's going to change every day. How are we trending? Right. Are we gaining muscle mass? Are we losing fat? Um same thing with time. Like, are we hitting our, are, are we honoring like our own boundaries more often than not, right? Are we trending in the right direction where we're upholding uh, and doing the things that are important to us more days out of the week, right? Are we, are no one's going to be perfect and, and perfect just seems to be a um, it's, it's one of those things that like you you try to hit a a goal perfectly and, and that's just a huge setup for disappointment and, And uh, it's a whole rabbit hole that we could probably spend a lot of time going down. But um, so what are like, what questions didn't I ask? What would you like to what kind of things would you like to hit um, with the time that we got left?
1: Um, Let's bring up remote work because it's it's here to stay. Or um, if you have the option, it's actually a really good option um, because it can help you get more work done but you can slide down that burnout hole really quickly. So the important thing about work settings at home, you're probably with, left with less distractions. Yeah, if you have a kid's home, et cetera, that special lockdown situation, uh, hopefully it doesn't come back. Um, that could change slightly, but in general, you're probably more able to create distraction-free environment or at least blocks of distraction-free because at the cubicle you can't prevent Andy from walking (laughs) whenever he wants to yep um so that's great so that could literally be the days where you get far ahead and I want you to see that as earning free time and then be selfish and, and log out at three. If you got the, the work done that would have taken you until five in the office, um, I encourage you to, to give that back because in the end, we're someone chasing after the carrot. Um, we want that carrot every now and then. And then we'll come back and work and, and accomplish the same level again next day take that break and don't log in later or let me just check on Sunday evening my emails so I get a head start on Monday I create silos of work non-work even if you're in the remote situation so having a designated place to do your work having the same cut off hours like you were to literally walk out of the office and not be able to chat up Andy anymore, or ask him something, or answer his question. Um, that's going to do a lot for rest, recover, and the productivity of those times spent working.
0: Yeah, it, it's it often feels like um, it feels like we're given like we're given the convenience, right. And the flexibility. So we have to give back even, you know, even more than, than what we were given. Right. And it's, it's understanding that results, like the results are, are the thing, right. Like in a, in a corporate setting, no one, like no one cares generally, according to the bottom line, it doesn't matter where the work is accomplished, as long as the work is accomplished. Right. And, um, and giving ourselves the, the ability to like, to take yes for an answer to, to say, oh, okay, you, yes, you did earn an hour and a half off because you were super efficient, got all the work that, that was required of today. You, you ticked off all those boxes. You get an hour and a half to go outside, go play with your kids, go get that workout in early, go make dinner. Um, because then I, like as that trends, like, oh, when I'm, when I, when I'm optimized, when I feel good, when I get a lot of work done, I get a reward. So then that's just, that's, that's, that's a different carrot, right? Like it's, oh, if I'm, if I'm good at what I do, what I do and, and I continue to progress and I'm getting the right work done and I'm keeping what's important completed, like, oh, I, I, I get a reward, right? It, it's, yeah. and it's, it's not that like selfish feeling of, well, you know, tr- almost trying to, trying to talk ourselves out of credit, right? Credit for a job well done.
1: Yeah, it's, it, it kind of goes into um, what I often speak to clients about is uh, just being able to accept the compliment. A simple answer being thank you and not, oh, yeah, but just like, thank you. I really appreciate that. and and meaning it because we we're kind of in this whole um i i don't want to seem like uh, i'm fishing for compliments um and what you're doing is you're deflecting and you're even negating a compliment and you're making it much less attractive of the other person ever complimenting you again right Because like who likes to give out compliments when everyone's just like, oh, no, no, it's okay. Um, I I don't want that compliment, basically. You can have it back.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like somebody getting you coffee. Like, oh, I was thoughtful I got you coffee today. And you're like, no, I don't need coffee. I haven't earned it. And it's like, w- w- uh, what? You know, <laughs> if you just, you know, someone's thoughtful and they, they see something, and they give you a compliment, and you accept it. It's like taking that cup of coffee. And then guess what? then you can, you have the opportunity to be thoughtful and and get them coffee one day. And then it's, it's like, you got to be able to receive and give. And, and yeah, it's, uh, that's a whole, I feel like that's a whole rabbit hole we could jump down yeah. as well. Yeah, but yeah, definitely. um, rem- with, especially with remote working, giving ourselves parameters, like defining success, right. Define and having those conversations with, um, with our employers, with our supervisors, like it's, I can, I can absolutely see someone listening to us and is like, well, that's not like, I could never do that. Right. And we're not their boss. Yeah. I guess uh, maybe they can't, but they're being their own worst supervisor because they're not even bringing it to their supervisor's attention. You know, they're not even saying, they're not even in Um, uh, they're not even uh, introducing or, um, like initiating this conversation, this dialogue with their supervisor. Hey, I've really like, how are you feeling? I've really been feeling like this. Is there flexibility? Is there wiggle room? Because I guarantee there is, you know, and I imagine you're in the same boat. Like if, if someone's feeling the early warning signs of a burnout or like, not like lack of passion, what they're doing, like just a general sense of like, brain fog and, and like just either physically or emotionally, like not feeling on point, initiating that dialogue with their, you know, with their supervisor or with whoever they, you know, whoever's in charge of their scheduling and just really calling attention to what is available, like what, what flexibility does exist. Um, And more than anything, like that's, that's just being a really good advocate for yourself and most people are, but like you said, very, at the very beginning of this episode, we are not great at advocating for ourselves, right? We're looking for outside external validation and your boss isn't going to come around and say, oh, it's 520. You should have been out of here 20 minutes yeah. ago, right? They're just going to be like, yeah, they can't get their work done. What's going on? But they, but even then, oftentimes they don't bring it up either. So like having that, um, at least exercising that intestinal fortitude to initiate a conversation with your boss, whether it's like a one-on-one like quarterly or, or uh, if it's a special meeting or just a a regular meeting and, and like asking like, what's, what is available? I read this book and there's a bunch of techniques that uh, I could use, but I don't know what's available here and finding out because, you know, it's uh, the world's a lot more favorable to us, then we then most people I imagine generally believe, and it, that's exactly the way it was for me up until five five or five or so years ago.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely have that conversation. Figure out where you perform the best, right? Um, and if you can and have enough leeway to figure out what works really well before you have a conversation um, in the settings that are already allowed. So you can come up and say like, listen, I found that I'm super productive and I make headway on that project. If I get these parameters, um, is it important that I get stellar work done or do you really want me to respond to every Slack message or team message that comes in within two hours? Because then I'm literally watching my phone and not being focused on my work. It's not that I'm not going to answer them, but like at some point you have to show um, where you think you're going to get stellar work done and where if they ask you for certain things, response times and presence, that might be limited. And then just ask what's more important for you that um, Andy can walk over at any time or um that I have two days where i literally can put my head down and get to work um, and be available on the others for that in-house conversation.
0: No, that's, that's a, a it's a super good, uh, super good way to put a bow on that topic. Is there any other topics that, um, that we missed or anything else you want to, I mean, we could probably have an entire series of episodes talking about this and then I would, I'd love to explore more and dip into the nerdery, but I'm sure. I want to be respectful of your time too for this for this spot.
1: I think we we've covered uh, a lot. Um, I'm just gonna say extend yourself that trust, right that you can get to an efficient level you, that you can earn a free day or a five o'clock checkout time back. Um, you At some point, like parenting kids, you're gonna to have to trust them to to make the right choices or if they make wrong choices that they have to live with it um and trust yourself give yourself that that extra leeway that rest um give yourself that opportunity to to change the way you work because if you've worked for 10 20 30 years and it hasn't worked out for you or you've you gotten to this point where you don't feel satisfied it's draining you're just not getting through thursdays and fridays uh, it's time to change and, and if if you're looking for a sign then this is it
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> stop, I love uh,
1: stop chasing after the moving targets and, and find something that works
0: yeah that's that's perfect um trust yourself it's it's uh even if you're wrong, you're you're at least getting some good reps. So, uh, Linda, I will promise I will put everything uh, that's relevant in our show notes. And um, until then, uh, we will we will catch everybody on this recording. I will catch you in our next episode. Thanks.